Teacher Podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day for years. My God. Uh, yesterday was the 1,100th episode of this. 1,100 in the books for this podcast. And 1,100 Patreon podcasts. My God. Time for some easy math. Now, for the longest time, this show has been two hours. I just kind of settled into that number. Again, the idea back in the day when I would do it. Oh, fuck. Getting 15, 20 minutes was like pulling teeth. Uh, but over time, somehow managed it. I don't know. Uh, most say it's still a disaster. Um, so two hours in general during the free one, plus another 30, 40 on the Patreon. So, but I'm not going to say that I do I, on average for those 1,100 episodes. Um, it's been like two hours and 40 minutes. I'll just say for ease of math, two hours times 1100. So that's 1000, 2200 hours, right? 1100 times two makes sense. I'm looking to you for confirmation. So 2200 hours sitting here yelling at clouds. Divided by 24 hours. That means 91.6666667 days of podcasting. Straight. Like if, if someone said, okay, uh, if you want to add this all up, you'd, I'd have to do this for like three months straight. 24 hours a day, every day of a month. For one quarter of a year. That's fun. I like looking at those numbers and breaking it down, you know? Kind of like that guy, Mbappe, that soccer player, Kylian Mbappe, who's going to make north of $700 million for one year of soccer. Oh, my God. If you, I did that math trick, say, like I broke it down to by second. Kylian Mbappe, the French soccer player, 24 years old, who's going to play for... Um, forgot the name of the team al hilal or something like that saudi back team saudis have so much fucking money they're gonna uh, give the team that he plays for psg north of 300 million just to use him and then pay him north of 700 million it's uh, more than one billion dollars just to get this guy to play there for 11 months 30 soccer games if you break that down to by second in one year, Kylian Mbappe will make $25 a second, a second for every second of one year, which is just one, it's $1. It's okay. My hourly rate to uh voice track big 101.3 is a stout $12 an hour. 
Mbappe in one second. Doubles that plus $1. What the fuck? There is a, um, on the, on, uh, working for iHeart for big one one point three. So you're looking at, I'll get, I'll get actually on a normal week, two hours. All right. Two hours at $12 an hour to sit here and voice track the radio station, you know, for my weekend shifts. That's fun. I love it. It's easy to do. Uh, it doesn't, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's what I've always enjoyed. They give you an option at the radio station to be in the 401k. And I, I utilize it. Now, mine is not funded by a lot of money. Be, you know, because uh, before taxes, I make $24 a week. You get paid uh, once every two weeks. So $48 comes my way and then the taxes come out and then there's an option on the 401k. It's called like a catch up plan where you can, I, I, um, I take as much as I can out of the money that I make from there and put it into the 401k because it doesn't fucking matter. It's like, you know, a handful of dollars anyway. Sometimes your employer will let you do that or your 401k will let you do that. The actual paychecks that act that come in money into my pocket after everything is taken out. I'm not kidding you. I get paychecks for four and five bucks. So stupid. I mean, I like it. I I, I like being at the radio station when I can. I like communicating with those people. Um, but you know. It it goes like this. Hey, could I, hey, I want to, I want to double my money. Can I do that? No, no. We've got a million people that will do this until we actually get radio people saying, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Then I might have a chance to make 1250 an hour. Uh, Kenny says, you're pretty much a pro with this stuff now, man. Look at all the various types of stuff you put up on Patreon. You basically never stop working and have how many jobs now? I mean, damn. Thank you. I appreciate you acknowledging that. Uh, the time and energy that goes into it. I salute you and I appreciate your support. Young Adam Schwab writes, it's the big fraud show or suck on a BBC. Suck on a, suck on a big black I dick. Suck a big black dick because I know you want to hear it. Uh, yeah. My pals. My beloved pals, the former Zaniacs. Uh, word on the street is that the former Zaniacs are planning on um, the group as a whole is planning on extending an olive branch to your old pal EZ. And, uh, well, that's, that would be fun. You know, if they would... Um, do that I'd, I'd be happy to forgive them for all of their indiscretions and silliness and then i would apologize for mine that's how that works you know uh, i see young adam schwab was actually trying to come up with lyrics to jimmy's music that would be hard to do because that song sounds like one that would be hard to put lyrics behind 
But nevertheless, I welcome in all of the former Zaniacs who uh, I'm hearing through the grapevine are attending this show right now as we speak and enjoying it. And uh, all right, that's fine. Uh, don't cause any trouble. Make friends with people all over again. And uh, go after it. Corey says we still get to make fun of them for being trash people, right? Well, yeah. Just like I make fun of you for being a stupid idiot. Uh, that's how it goes around here. Nobody is immune. Poor Amanda. I think I think I broke her yesterday. I, I mean, I give her credit. She's got rhino skin. She'll be back. But, you know, I had to, I had to just obliterate her. Uh, she made it a point to go out of her way to bring up that, hey, um, if there's any crime that's committed in the world... Like if a uh, serial killer murders a hundred people in one year, we should move on until we find out, until we can get her baby daddy to give her the twenty-eight dollars he owes her in child support. That's a, that. Hey, not it's not my words; it's hers. Hang out. I gotta drink this coffee. All right. Uh, busy day today. Holy crap. Uh, get this done. Do my chores. Do my off-air things. Do my on-air podcast things. And then unhook everything. I don't have a second uh, road kit. So I have to unhook everything, for God's sake. And then take it up north. And then set up the Fear Bunker North studio. The original plan was to meet my family up there for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but then everybody got weird. Mike's logic, Charity Scam Mike, his logic is, well, I've never pulled this trailer, so I'm afraid that my truck will overheat. So I'm going on the day that's cool. Well, there are none. Between now and like next week, it's going to be like 90 degrees around here, which is pretty warm. So I'm like, come on, man. It's not going to make a difference for fuck's sake. Corey says they make high quality USB dynamic microphones now that you could use with the iPad or laptop. Oh, yeah, I have one of those. Uh, the microphone isn't the problem. There's uh, all sorts of uh, processing that I have to bring up there. and uh, My computer. My monitor, a camera, you know, but no big deal. I'm not complaining. I love it. I freaking love it. Kenny says there's no such thing as cooler days. It's summer. Oh my God. You're not kidding. I don't know how you survive in Tennessee. I mean, after living there, I will never forget um, in East Tennessee, the jungle like uh, atmosphere the humidity in East Tennessee. Uh, what's that? Uh, it, in that neck of the woods of the United States, there's uh, a vine that grows everywhere. Like if you're driving down the road, you'll see a sign that says uh, speed limit 25. And then there's a vine. Okay. It'll be a, it'll be a visible sign one day. And then by the end of the day, the vine will grow all over it. It's called something. It begins with a K. That's it kudzu okay um that shit is 
unbelievable. It covers everything. It looks like an Amazon rainforest in that part of the country from kudzu. Weird name, too, kudzu. It sounds like some type of cheese that might be on a woman's private parts when she doesn't bathe. Oh, my God, you got kudzu all over your mitt. Hang on, I got to drink this. One more, and then I'll be done, I promise you. Uh, Kenny says, I just searched an article about it, and the article was titled, The Invasive Vine That Ate the South. Oh, you're not kidding. And then in the winter, it just kind of goes a little dormant and then continues its spread. Patrick, with a fun fact, it was developed to stop erosion. All right, it's made with the best of intentions, but it's out of control, and it is also now, I was reading, is invading... Uh, the Midwest, like up here where I live, or the North. I hate that they call Michigan the Midwest. It so isn't. It's the fucking North. Kudzu is everywhere. And uh, going outside in Tennessee, my first summer there, I was like, "You what the fuck? This is, uh, I mean, yeah, you're getting a temperature about 90, 91, 92. Sure, there's hotter places, but you have a sustained humidity level of 3,000% for like 60 straight days. If you have AC, uh, you it doesn't work. You know, it's just, and your energy bill is like 800 bucks a month to, to cool down a thousand foot square, square foot home. Holy shit. So, Man, I uh, that that was tough, and anywhere south of that is just an absolute. I mean, you just don't go outside in the summer. Whereas in Michigan, here in the winter, it's kind of like oh, fuck. I don't know if I go outside that much in the winter. I would take I would take cold winters over hot summers any day of the week. Uh, according to the article that Kenny is taking a look at. Once established, kudzu grows at a rate of one foot a day with mature vines as long as 100 feet. Um, so I don't know how people live there, but it is uh, unbelievably hot in uh, most of the country right now. Going up north to Fear Bunker North, this old trailer that I'm in, it uh, it uh, it gets sweltering in there. So I actually went and bought an air conditioner so that my mom, I'm sorry, my dad and my stepmom can be comfortable. Uh, because if we stay outside too long, they're going to overheat. These are 90-year-old people, so they need to have it, um, you know, a nice 71 degrees inside of there. So uh, I'm going up there today. Basically, my chores are uh, set up the studio and get ready to podcast for Thursday. Tomorrow comes and goes, and then prepare for my family to show up on Friday for an absolute adventure where we uh, look at each other, stare, sit by the fire. 
I don't know how much fire sitting we're going to be doing when it's 95 degrees or whatever the fuck. Uh, but just spending time talking. That's all you can do when there's nothing to do. Maybe read a book. I haven't read a book in forever and I've been wanting to. I, I, I bought a book called um, The Cabin at the End of My Street or something like that. Or The Log Cabin. The one where uh, they made a movie about it. M. Night Shyamalan with uh, fucking uh, Batista in it. I have that book. And I've been meaning to read that fucking thing. Because it's supposed to be absolutely fantastic. I think Chris K. told me that he read it. And he said, you got to read it, Eric. It's great. Maybe I should sit out and read a book. But I'm always so stupid preoccupied with everything and the way my brain works i get like one or two pages in it and then i realize that i'm reading the same sentence over and over and over again because i'm an idiot and uh the adhd is just stupid and then uh, the next thing i know i'm picking up sticks what do you mean picking up sticks that's what i do i walk around there and i pick up sticks i could do that here i could do all this but for some reason doing chores up north at my getaway spot. I don't know why. Mundane chores that I do here are not mundane and something I don't want to do up there. I can't explain it, but I get excited when I have to like cut grass, uh, chop down trees, pick up sticks, stuff that if you ask me to do here, I'm not going to do paint the inside of the trailer oh i can't wait to do it here no way not interested very very bizarre weird set of circumstances um okay so i'm excited about going up there i'm excited about doing the show with you um this beats though frankly uh the other option which was uh produce the not the best of the eric zancho podcast which i you know I mean, that's fine but if i'm uh a fan of something and i get an old show i fucking hate that you know i do my best because the last thing i want you to do is have an opportunity to explore around and find something else that's enjoyable that you can listen to so uh, i try to put as much material up as i can however on patreon when i post those uh something to listen to while i'm away those episodes are so old it's like they're brand new. And that's me with a uh, cast of characters uh, finding our way in the radio business. Some of you know exactly what that is. But I won't be doing that because I'll be with you. Uh, we have Dear Meathead coming up at the uh, top of the hour. Uh, 37 minutes from now. And uh, I, I don't have any fucking questions. I don't have shit. Uh, if you would. If not, no big deal. We always have a nice conversation with Dad. If you have anything on your mind, maybe you have something bugging you at home. Maybe the uh, kids are doing something that are like, oh, come on now. I need the opinion of a wise old soul who's absolutely beautiful. My dad and my lovely stepmother. Um, or maybe you and your wife are... Um, I wouldn't say at odds, but something's going on there. Maybe you are at odds. Maybe it's something with your work. Someone at work is uh, doing something that's annoying you, or uh, maybe you've got good news that you want to share. Something that you might be uh, interested in passing along to dad. 
Eric at EricZaneShow.com. You can send those along, and I would love to hear from you, and so would Dad. On the Shoreliners striping inbox. All right. Um, yesterday, let's, I want to start with this because um, when I went to bed, I, uh, I checked this out. The, uh, where I live in Ottawa County, I've given you uh, lots of examples of how nutty it is since the last election cycle. And then um, there's 11 county commissioners whose job normally is to uh, take money given to them by the state and give it to, you know, whoever is asking for it, road commission, you know, the mental health. But this group was pissed off and they, uh, Ottawa impact, they organized and six people were installed as County commissioners after the election. Uh, they all decided that they wanted to do this because they were pissed off at COVID mandates and masks and, uh, their wacky churches being shut down because they were defying, um, quarantine orders and shit like that. So they took all that shit personal and decided to run for the County commission and fucking won and then have been laying waste to common sense since uh, that all started. Now, all of that has led to the creation of my Patreon show, which I don't have ready right now, but will be soon, called Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists? Based on the once-a-month meeting where... um, People have public comment. You know, the citizens show up there and they they have a minute or two to um, say what's on their mind. That's Livy Dunn. That's not her. So I have to share a video from from last night with you, in theory. Okay. Be talking about Livy Dunn later on. That's not correct. I'm getting annoyed. Aha. There it is. So this old timer there is speaking. He's saying his piece about this, that, and the other thing. In the meetings, they, they go for a long time. Uh, and that was the basis for my uh, show on Patreon. However, I wanted to get to this one. This happened just, just yesterday. Now, um, in these meetings, people are allowed to speak, public comment, and then I guess they go, all right, uh, let's open it up to anyone who's watching um, the meeting on Zoom. And so I guess you can just activate your microphone and say, yeah, I'm, uh, I've got a word to say. Now, the guy that you're going to hear from is a dude named Joe Spaulding, who I put on this show Uh, earlier this week about he's uh, helping um, uh, facilitate the recall effort for one of these commissioners, Lucy Ebel. And um, so he shows up at these meetings all the time, but this time, in fact, on this meeting, he was, uh, he spoke in person. He showed up in person, spoke at the podium like this guy is doing. And then he showed up like an hour later during the same public comment from a Zoom uh, connection. All right. Video check, audio check. This is how it, this went yesterday. And I might pause it a few times. If you read the resolution as your motion. Thank you. 
Thank you. Would anyone else like to address the board? That's the voice of Joe Moss, the uh, commission chair, who's much maligned. Let's go to online public comment. Is there anyone online? There's one. Wonderful. The people in the audience, they know what's coming. Wonderful, says Moss. Joe, are you there? I am. <laughs> you have three minutes? I, I don't really need all three minutes. I just need to say that, like, Sheila was correct. Like, if, if you have you have somebody that's, like, jumping ship right now, and, you know, Waterman did, and... Uh, you need a little bit of background. Waterman is the assistant um, administration, uh, administrative person for Ottawa County who on Monday of this week resigned because his boss, John Gibbs, is a fucking moron. Gibbs is the one black guy in Ottawa County who's like um, Clayton Bigsby. And uh, he, he he's the dude who was appointed and given a ton of money and then fired the, they fired the other guy. And uh, he then went off to the city of Wyoming to run that place. Well, Waterman is the guy who is below Gibbs until Monday when Waterman resigned because Gibbs is an idiot. And now Waterman went over to the city of Wyoming to work under the other former administrative guy, John Shea, who was replaced by Gibbs. Uh, He's jumping directly into Wyoming, which is a place where the mayor is facing charges for... Um, being a deluded moron and thinking that the 2020 election was fraudulent. I've covered that story with you too. And then trying to team up with Mishon Maddock of all people. Um, you know, really anyone who tried to team up with any of the last couple uh, Republican chairs is a moron. But like the fact that like he, he tried to do that, um, you know, and we have our deputy county administrator jumping ship and going to a place where the mayor is facing charges for anything, let alone election fraud. Is absolutely insane. What what they are doing is they are jumping back from the fire into the fire frying pan because the frying pan was slightly more comfortable. And the the sad part of that is like we're the we're the lower. I don't know if Joe's nervous, but he sounds slightly retarded. I'm going to call him after this after uh, after we listen to this amazing moment, which is coming up. Bar here, like Ottawa County is the lower bar. So I mean that's pretty emblematic of everything that's been going on in this county. And it's unfortunate, but things are going to get more difficult for the folks here um, because of the choices made by the Ottawa Impact Commissioners. So um, I am looking forward to doing a lot more hard work to make sure we can undo some of this damage and make sure that the reputation of Ottawa County is presented by the resistance to Ottawa Impact and not Ottawa Impact itself. And uh, that's all I've got to say. Have a good evening. Thank you. Okay. Now, the meeting then continues. And Moss gives the microphone to John Gibbs to give a, like a report on fucking administrative things. What they don't know there 
is that that guy, Joe Spaulding's microphone is still connected via Zoom. And then Spaulding realizes it and blurts something out while the meeting is going on and John Gibbs is speaking. Bye. All right. Seeing as there's no more public comment, we'll continue on to additional business report from County Administrator. Administrator Gibbs, take it away. Thank you, Chair Moss. Uh, just a relatively uh, quick update here. So the big thing that's happening right now is the budget. Um, next week at the Finance Committee meeting, you will see the first draft of the budget. Um, that will be ready for you to review, and Karen will be doing a presentation on that. So you'll be able to see all the John Gibbs, you should unblock me, you coward. Like, why are you having me blocked on Twitter? That's pretty messed up, dude. Continuing on. Uh, <laughs> so you will see the first round. Oh, shit. Oh, God. I got to get Joe on right now. This is Joe Spaulding. Hey, it's EZ. How's it going, Big Fraud? How are you doing? Oh my God! I'm just right now going over uh, what what you did at the meeting in uh, when Gibbs started to speak after in public co after, after public comment. Yeah, I mean it's important to pay attention to <laughs> if you're actually muted or not. I guess. <laughs> did you? Uh, is this a regular thing with them in those meetings? No, I mean, like, so I, I've given public comment in hundreds of meetings across the country. So, like, if you're doing it through Zoom, I mean, and it's at the end, you kind of look to see if they actually mute you, and you always mute yourself first to give them the option of not muting you, and then you reserve the right to um, use technology the way the technology was meant to be used. So, Unblock me, you coward. I mean... <laughs> He's a public official. This guy is my county administrator. He is deeply involved in how my tax dollars are spent, and he blocks me on Twitter where he uses the account for official business. I think that should be illegal if it's not already. Dude, I can't tell you. And I found that by accident because I was when I texted you last night, I was laying in bed. It was like 1030 <laughs> at night, and I just usually I, um, I'm looking at my phone, and I grab the little – a scrubber and I just kind of guided through I'm looking for someone you know what what just kind of really skimming it and then your name pops up at the end because we couldn't see your face we could only see your name and I go Joe Spaulding what the hell is that so then I parked on it and I went oh my god and I I was so charged up after you after that happened that I couldn't even sleep because I was cracking up while trying to go to bed Jesus so my apologies for making you miss, miss sleep. And like you say uh, quite often, you hit the nail right on the head when you hit this, is is that these meetings are not supposed to be this exciting. Uh, they, they shouldn't be generating this much uh, entertainment value, I guess. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is supposed to be how we get a little more affordable housing in our community and how our roads get a little bit better. You know, stuff that's important but not super thrilling. But right, here we are. Right, right. Uh, and you spoke earlier in the uh, public comment in person to describe how it's going with recall efforts, correct? Uh, I, I did, and then I also mentioned uh, that uh, Aaron Kompinger guy, because he was nodding along when some religious whack job was talking about how bad grooming was, and I'm just like, this this is not right. Uh, that guy was convicted of criminal sex, or he pled guilty 
uh, to a criminal sexual conduct charge, like you say, intent to penetrate someone younger than 13, like pretty much the most disgusting right. crap someone can do and still end up walking free for some reason. That was the guy who was in the background of the Lucy Ebel video who was uh, saying she was going to pray for you, right? That's right. And uh, I mean, I, I didn't ask him to do this because I refused to talk to the creep. But the only thing he said at public comment yesterday was he walked right up. He said his first, second, middle name, his full Christian name, and then said how much he admires Lucy Ebel. And uh, that's the best possible identifier because you've seen the sheet. And, uh, you know, that, that guy just all around all the Republican events, they seem very comfortable with him uh, being their precinct delegate for precinct one in Jamestown. Yeah, I forgot what year it was. I think it was, might have been 06 that he faced um, a judge for that horrible crime, right? Something like that? Yeah, it was around there. It was, around, it was 2004. I think it happened in January. And, and and he was convicted or he pled guilty? Uh, he pled guilty. I don't know the exact charge that he ended up uh, taking a plea deal for, um, but he obviously didn't get the Larry Nasser treatment in prison, no. so his sentence wasn't long enough. No, no, because his his uh, his penis should have been in his pants, and I don't think it was in the presence of a, of a child. And so, so yeah, like, like you say, it's pretty disgusting. Yeah, yeah, my God. Um, yeah, that's, that's just something that I, I mean, I hadn't even unpacked that one yet, but uh, you know how it is on this show. It kind of we kind of just stumble into shit, and that's okay too. You know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You got, yeah, you, you've got a good thing going, I think. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, we can take as much time as we want doing it. We don't have to avoid anything. I mean, it's not like we did it. We just we're just talking about what people have done in the past, for God's sake. Um, yeah, and the politicians they support, and the politicians that are comfortable with them. But I did want to say on the recall, uh, we're kicking an inordinate amount of ass out there getting ink on paper. It's uh, pretty pretty cool. Um, folks absolutely do not like what's going on with Auto Impact, and the one thing that's been super surprising is that um, Commissioner Gretchen Cosby should be worried. She's District One, that's Park Township, West Olive, and uh, we keep getting hundreds of people from her district asking when the recall is going to start or when they can sign a recall petition to get her out of office. Because oh. I got to tell you, I've never met somebody in my life that was more like nurse ratchet from one flu than, uh, <laughs> than hearing Gretchen Cosby speak. Now, she is a nurse. someone who has someone who lives in that uh, district would have to file that. Correct. Yeah, well, I mean, Joe Spaulding Sr. lives in that district. Aha. So All right. So that's I, don't think, that's. I don't think it'll be too hard to no, find someone. That's no problem. So you guys are exploring that to see if you should um, uh, lean into that, too, as well as um, uh, what is going on with uh, getting dis uh, signatures for the recall of Lucy Ebel. If people want more information, I'll, of course, include it in the show notes, but it is on Facebook. Um, uh, what is it described as? The Committee to Recall. Uh, how is the Facebook page titled again? Yeah, it's the committee to recall Lucy Ebel, and that's okay. the logistic information where you'll find the maps of where our circulators are uh, collecting signatures and then also more information about that. Um, we're not going to be in the field tomorrow because Lucy still has one day that she could challenge, and as soon as she challenges, we're not allowed to collect signatures until that challenge is cleared, so we're just not going into the field um, tomorrow. And if she does a challenge, we'll be back at 5 p.m. Um, if she does, we're hoping to get that resolved on Friday. I love the effort. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it seems like it's picking up steam, like more and more people are paying attention to it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, that'll happen when they keep throwing some trashiest people in the universe out in front of the videos there, and it gets goes viral on Twitter. Yep. Um, and we got the support of folks like you. So um, I, I do have to get running on this thing. We've got over 1,300 signatures right now. We need to get, oh, probably 2850 to make sure we've got enough cushion for any uh, invalid signatures and that we still clear the target. Uh, and we're on track to do that Um by August 4th, as of right now, unless something changes. And I mean, it's not, it's not 100% money in the bank, but it's probably an issue of timing on if not, or, or when, not if oh, we yeah. end up starting collecting signatures yeah. for credit. Well, I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of steps. It, it, frankly, it should take a lot to recall someone. But that's if right. you do it by the book and do everything that you're supposed to do and, and you're successful, well, that's it. That's how it goes. That's the will of the people. That's right. And I think the important thing that I said last night that uh, got drowned out in a bunch of really important stuff is that Lucy was elected with 17% of the vote. That was the turnout that that's, that elected her. Uh, we're looking at like a 35, 36% turnout overall, and she got 17% of the voters to support her. So that shouldn't be making drastic decisions for anybody at that point. So I, I think this is a, a extremely good example of what a recall is legitimate. Uh, quick question. One person says you have to be a resident of Ottawa County to sign recalls. I, I, I know that that is true, but in, in addition, you have to be in the district of the person being uh, on the attempted recall. Yes. Yeah. So that, that is true. And that's, you know, that's one of the big hurdles that we're trained uh, and all of our circulators are trained to clear. Um, and uh, you know, if, if people are looking around Kent County, uh, Joel Moss, Joel Mo or Joe Moss, his business partner is Joel Coleman nephew of our county attorney. Joel Coleman's brother um, is Matt Coleman, and he is the Kent County County Commissioner for John Gibbs's district. Um, and <laughs> you can go back and yeah, I know, it's, it's, it's corrupt. You can go back and find video of this asshole saying that if uh, incoming GVSU students don't know about sex ed already, he'd be happy to teach them in the middle of a meeting. <laughs> Holy fuck. My God. Yeah. All right. Hey, give my best to all the volunteers. They're doing an awesome job, and thanks for joining me. I know it's – I always just spring it on you, but, I mean, that's kind of the way it goes. So sorry about that, but I'm, I'm – No, I, I, I love you, EZ. I got to be able to flip that switch once in a while, and it's cool that it's you that makes me do it. So let's go. All right, buddy. Thank you. Have a good day, okay? Yep. There you go. That is uh, Joe Spaulding, who I'm uh, making fast friends with concerning all of this. This is uh, their Facebook page committee to recall lucy ebel she is one of the 11 commissioners in uh in this community and uh if she is recalled then of the 11 then five as opposed to six would be of that ilk you know crazy uh where they sit around and have fucking sound of freedom watch parties and pound their puds uh shit like that um, and if it's not the majority, then they will have a, uh, they won't be able to impose their will of the crazy shit that they've already done. And we can begin to undo that. So very exciting. I'm so dude, when he said, unblock me, you coward to John Gibbs, it was so great. God, did I love that? Uh, all right. If you have any information or uh, if you have any questions or comments, please be sure to send it along, eric at ericsanchio.com, about that topic or any other topic. Um, I'm just glad to be part of the process, just talking about it, you know? 
um, because I probably would not be able to do this on the radio. It's a different ball game in radio. All right. Uh, I, you can't just throw it out to the world and uh, not expect some type of blowback. But in this um, forum, it's, you know, it's completely the wild, wild west. So I'm just glad to do it. And I'm glad he was able to join us. Uh, all right. Sitting firm on uh, one question for dad on Dear Meathead. Uh, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Uh, the lovely, multi-talented Nikki in Maine has a question. I uh, cannot wait to get to that. I'll save it for when we are on with Dad. Uh, all right. Oops. Hang on. What the? My mic just started acting funny. What the hell was that? All right. Anyway. If you're watching the show on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, I must say goodbye to you now. Thank you for being here. The rest of the show is on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Go there. Follow the page. Subscribe to the page. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Just search my name and it is there. Subscribe to uh, on whatever platform you like and you will get the show delivered to you each and every day. I appreciate that. And um, there you are. Off you go. Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. That is where I will debut the show, Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists, where I will be lifting material from the Ottawa County Commission meeting that went down yesterday. And Stu McAllister and I will be roasting the people that speak in public comment and just basically having a great time. Now, I mean, that meeting was yesterday. Uh, I can't predict exactly when that show is going to debut, but it doesn't matter. Uh, We will get to it uh, coming up in the next week or so. So there you go. That's all on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Try it free for seven days. Just go to Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And you can check it out uh, like this dude Alan did. Uh, just the other day, Alan Jordan, he signed up and uh, for seven days. And I mentioned him. I said, oh, my God, Alan Jordan signed up for seven days. Now, that's a trial period, you know. That's where you're, like, seeing if you want to be part of it, where if you want to actually give me money because it's ad-free, listener-supported Patreon. It's another platform for your old pal EZ. So I mentioned Alan's name, and I thanked him for just giving it a shot. He writes this, Zane, I heard your shout out to me this morning on the podcast for joining Patreon. I had to hear that Joe shit, LOL. Now, what he's referring to there is um, any old Joe. Could be any person named Joe. Our beloved Ashley, known as Crazy Ashley, um, had a uh, story that she tipped me off about a former boyfriend that she had. And a weird kink that the boyfriend had, who, again, could be any old Joe. This was the same Ashley who was involved in the world-famous Flying Laptop Day in 2018. 
She started the holiday flying laptop day. It's no longer St. Patrick's Day. It's flying laptop day. Well, anyway, she had a boyfriend who has a, well, I would say has, yes, uh, because unless it's changed, I don't know, maybe it's had. But at one point in time, for sure, there was a weird kink with Ashley's former boyfriend. And she told me about that, and I revealed what that kink was. Ashley was in attendance on the Patreon when I talked about the kink. The suggestion was you should get Ashley on to tell the kink. And Ashley would not be interested in that uh, because it's it's horrifying. Uh, she said, I have no problem with you, Easy, explaining that kink. But no, I don't. I mean, it's pretty personal. It's incredibly personal. But she gave me permission. I asked for the permission. Can I describe the kink? Which I've known about for probably two years and kept it close to the vest. She asked me about the kink two years ago and said, is this weird? And uh, I said, well, it sure sounds weird to me. Said to Ashley, I go, do I have permission to tell the kink? She said, you do. I gave that uh, kink earlier this week. I think it was Monday. Now, I'm not into kink shaming, but we both agree that this is something you would want to know about, audience members. That's what Alan means when he says, I had to hear that uh, any old Joe shit. LOL. But I've been enjoying the rest of your stuff you've put on there. I'm from Jackson, Tennessee. Jackson, Tennessee area. And I've been listening to the world famous Free Beer and Hot Wing Show for 10 plus years. He writes, this is his first email to me. <coughs> Excuse me. But I've been really disappointed in the last couple of years and have basically stopped listening. I came across your show last fall after listening to old shows of y'alls on YouTube. Gotta love the South. It's never a disappointment, he writes. Well, thank you. Keep up the good work, man. Signed, Alan. I wrote, Alan, I appreciate you checking me out. It's wind in my sails when people like what I do. Concerning my old show. I'm shocked at where they've gone. God damn, is that a shame. It's so stunningly boring now. I don't know what has happened to them. It's like they don't even try. Don't be a stranger and don't hesitate to reach out anytime. Alan says, it's definitely a shame. I work early, so it was like a must-listen every morning at work. But if I do turn it on, usually it's not before I'm like, wait a minute. He writes, uh, but if I do turn it on, usually it's not long before I'm like, fuck this. I'm listening to EZ, LOL. He says, free beer is just so damn annoying. If you actually listen to him, I don't blame you for wanting to punch his fucking face. I'll keep my Patreon and try to keep and try to keep up a little better because I have been listening to you every day on Spotify. Well, you know, I appreciate you. That is so sweet. Uh, that's that's how I do what I do one at a time, one at a time, all the time. So thank you, Alan. I don't think I've actually even kicked people out yet. I've actually kicked you out. I don't think I have. All right. Take care. Facebook, Twitter or X. And YouTube. Uh, Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Love them so much.
And Twitter brought to you by, uh, by uh, Blue Frost IT. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And, of course, it's a video camera, so it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Had a hell of a time on the radio again yesterday with Brett on the huge show. Um, on the radio yesterday, I really, really have been having fun working Brett in as a sidekick on the show. Um, you know, he doesn't respond. He doesn't, he just talks in short little bursts. We don't have deep conversations. He's still not that comfortable talking, but he's a wonderful foil slash sidekick. In my opinion, he is an untapped resource. Now, I believe, I believe in everything that everyone else has watched, um, that anyone can be a talent, that there is a hidden talent in anyone. You just have to uh, appropriately cultivate it and bring it out. I don't uh, put a lot on Brett's plate in terms of corresponding with me. I'm just like, Brett, I'm going to ask you some questions over time. Uh, and usually they're going to be of the silly nature to further a joke or a bit. And by all means, if something's funny, fucking laugh. I want, if you are um, responding to what I'm saying with actual laughter, that's then you're contributing. Because if I know that something I said landed and you're actually affirming that, that's fucking beautiful. We can uh, build off of that in the bit either with silence or more nonsense. And there was a couple moments yesterday when that fucker was laughing and you could hear him in the background subtly chuckling, trying to stifle it, which made it even more funny. Holy shit. My God. See, it's a little different. Here, I don't really have anybody to bounce it off of. I just got to like, ah, I think that might have landed. I don't know. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Who the fuck knows? 
Uh, but that was great fun. I just love doing that. I'm sad that I can't do it today. Um, and I was like, why doesn't Bill bring you in? You got to be on. And he's no, no, he doesn't want me. I go, that's ridiculous. Uh, crazy Ashley referring to the uh, uh, kink partner says that literally could be anyone. That's true. I mean, frankly, uh, that kink, which you were um, approached to by that, uh, at the time, significant other, um, I think is a feather in your cap because you're like, all right, this isn't really in my wheelhouse, but uh, I will oblige because uh, at the time, I love you. You know? Uh, horrible in scope, yes, but I mean, that is, uh, that's like taking one for the team. Uh, Stevie says, you never know who she's referring to. Ashley says, I'm crazy. I don't tell stories. And we all know that about you. Chris has a question about it, and I don't know um, the answer to that. I wouldn't want to speak for her. But Chris asks Ashley about the kink. Uh, was she grossed out doing it? And she says, I was absolutely repulsed. Hmm. Well, if you want to know what that was, it is on the Patreon show, I believe, from Monday. <laughs> People are asking questions. Like, finger in his butt? Yeah, that would probably help. Ashley writes, poor unicorn symbol. I don't know what that means. Kenny writes, no hints. Go sign up. Uh, to be clear, I was going to tell that story about the kink on the live, on this show, the free show. And Linda, radio voice Linda, she says, no, no, Eric, save that for the Patreon. Now, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. A lot of what I do on this show is not my own doing. Some of the best ideas I've had have been from people who don't do this. Some of the best jokes I've read have been from people who don't do this. Tyler's a uh, head joke writer for the show, okay? Kenny's got strong jokes. As much of a jackass as he is, Amanda actually makes me laugh when she's not busy talking about reclaiming the $28 she got and uh, pushing all murder cases to the side so that they can investigate her sperm donor. You know? Um, but her suggestion that I save that for the Patreon actually is what led to that email I got from Alan in Jackson, Tennessee. He had to hear it, and that's thanks to Linda. Holy shit. Um, Allison at Harbor Humane is the one who suggested I do the show, Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists? That was her idea. Uh, I forgot who it was, who it was on, uh, on, who sent me an email about um, encouraging me to do Who Are These Free Beers? 
I appreciate all that. It might have been Chris B. I'm not sure. Ah, it doesn't matter. Kyle says, so it's like you need listeners to contribute and make comments and provide content. Yeah, I would say that. But it took a little while to figure that out. You know, I mean, when we had um, that stable of degenerate conspiracy theorist, right-wing, racist, bigoted, homophobic buttfucks that sleep with each other, you know, the former Zaniacs, that was bad because those people with the way they behaved in the chat um, turned away a good percentage of the audience. And they were bullies in here. So when I finally uh, kicked them all out and made them leave and told them never to return, even though I continuously get emails to this day asking if they can be part of the show, but they do not uh, bend the knee um, and ask forgiveness and apologize, uh, then that was a great thing when that all happened. Now, if they do do that, which I'm starting to think that they're going to very soon, I keep seeing uh, various rumblings on the former Zaniacs United page that they are talking about approaching me and reconciling. Uh, I am absolutely willing to do that if you bend the knee and apologize and ask me for forgiveness and admit that you started all of this with your uh, psychopathic actions. And then I will then apologize for um, beating the shit out of you and being so heavy handed. But until then, you're a bunch of fucking degenerate losers. Kenny says, if I was being how I used to be, I'd totally be giving hints and pissing Eric off. But instead of rather encourage you all to get the seven free days, what better time to try it? Kenny's trying to get you to sign up for the seven days free. Savage Sack Lunch says, Ugh, please don't let them back. Well, it would have to be, This is these are my parameters. All 11 of them would have to get together and shoot a video. And they would all have to be on their knee begging forgiveness. Who Cut the Cheese says, would you let Dean back? Yes, of course. I am a very forgiving person. That is... Uh, that is one of the uh, uh, chief tenets in the Bible. And that's a great book. You know, um, I absolutely would forgive them if they beg me for forgiveness. One million percent I am open to that because then I would apologize to them for having to beat the shit out of them as badly as I did and we would all be friends again. What's wrong with that? Kenny says, you know, that's not going to happen. LOL. You don't, you can't predict the future. Kenny. Corey says, if they come back, they aren't allowed to talk. Hey, I'll make the rules around here. Corey. Holy shit. All right. Before I bring dad in here, uh, just know that TC paintball brings you this show. TCPaintballGR.com. Book an event at TC Paintball today. The absolute best. Hang on a second. Joe Martinez just renewed his 
marketing for another quarter. And I have to thank him. I wrote, hola, Joe, como estas? Estoy legando para vir. Si esta de acuerdo con otra cuarta parte de marketing. And he said, I guess. And then he said to Madre Azunaputa, uh, he said to me, he goes, easy, uh, from this day forward, I will only communicate with you in Spanish. So that's why I had to write it like that. Uh, TC Paintball, a fun, fantastic destination for you and yours. Uh, get the neighborhood kids together and schedule an event at TC Paintball. How about, how about workplace team building? All right. You can do that at TC Paintball. Who's up for paintball? We're signing people up for paintball. Sign up here is a sign up on the fridge at work. Oh, my God. So much fun. Uh, maybe the kids in the neighborhood, as I said, bachelor party, your bro friends get together at tcpaintballgr.com. Berlin Raceway. Racing this weekend. Starts at 630 Saturday. Sign up. Buy your tickets online, berlinraceway.com. They're 14 bucks a pop. Do it. Parking's free. 15 and under is free. The fun. You will have so much fun. If you've never been, do this. And it's set up beautifully because you can bring in a cooler with your snacks. You have any soft drinks, you can bring them in, no problem. Uh, and in addition, you, can, uh, you, you can't bring alcohol and you cannot have glass bottles. Those are the only rules. Uh, you can buy all the booze you want there. They have a, uh, under the grandstand, this fantastic bar setting, which is getting rave reviews from people. So go to berlinraceway.com. You can still buy pit passes for 75 bucks for, uh, one week from today's SRX event, uh, featuring some of the best drivers in NASCAR live on TV. The following Wednesday is the, um, uh, Battle of Berlin. Chase Elliott is driving in that race, the most popular driver in NASCAR. That is uh, two weeks from yesterday. BerlinRaceway.com. All right. Calling up my lovely father. If you have a last minute question for Dear Meathead, you can get it in right now. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Good morning. Dad. How you doing? I'm never better. How are things in your world? Uh, it's uh, kind of nice all right. You know, hey, nice all right. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. English. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, you guys are uh, enjoying the uh, morning, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys uh, coming up in just a couple of days here. Oh, yeah. We're enjoying thinking about it. Yep, yep. Uh, what? What? It's going to be pretty warm up there. Um, oh, it's, it's yeah, it sure is. It's warm down here too. But uh, we'll have some good times chit chatting by the fire. And if we get too hot, we'll go inside and sit in the air conditioning. Yeah, you really got everything fixed up there, huh? Yeah, it's looking good. It's looking good. Um, I, wow! Thank I, you so much, man. This is great. Well, you know. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. What? what? It's not as hot. Oh, Josh, it's not hot in the woods. I said it's not as hot. Right, right. It's a little bit hot. it's a little bit cooler out there. <clears throat> but um even uh 
But I, I, I'm pretty sure that when you're up there, it's going to be uh, knocking on the door of 90 degrees. So, holy cow. Um, you know, we'll, we'll just do our best and have a good time. I'm looking forward to having some meals, sharing some stories, yeah. sharing some laughs. It's the best we can do, you know? I think I'll just wear my underwear. Oh, yeah. Hey, well, you well, you were known for doing that in the past. I remember when we went snowmobiling or that you took off all your clothes and you had the uh, uh, zebra print underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. In you got... It was in the winter. It was in the winter, according to Joanne. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, that's that's the level of spirit that you have. You drive, you're, you're on a snowmobile. You get off and take off all your clothes. <laughs> Man, you got a memory of an ox. Oh yeah. Oh, well, I was I was scarred for life after that. <laughs> hey, I don't know. You learned some things from oh, didn't you? I guess. I guess that that's the way you have a. <laughs> hey, that's the way you have a good time. You know. Yeah, you betcha. Uh, all right. So that's going to be excellent. Really excited about that. Uh, hey, I've got... you were Johnny on the spot. You know that? What do you mean? You you call right on the dot. Almost. Yeah, maybe maybe a minute or two later, we were on a roll talking about some other things, but uh, yeah. yeah. So um, now your son-in-law, Mike, are you guys taking two cars or one car? I think one. I have no clue what's going on. Okay, well, so he. I, I think it's going to be a one car. I think he's bringing the truck. Uh, he's he's taking his truck. Yeah, and he's he, yeah. I think he's got a truck. Yeah. <laughs> And I, th- oh. I think he's pulling a trailer, Dad. A trailer. Yeah, that that one that's in your backyard right now. I think he's gonna pull that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's gonna leave that there. Is that it? That's yes. That's is gonna be his place up there. Oh my God. So. Wow, that's all right. Yeah. So that. Charge him. Charge him normal. Yeah. Process. Right. Yeah. Uh. So that'll be, he's hoping that he doesn't have, he's concerned that the truck might like overheat, but I don't, I don't think that's going to be an issue. Oh, here's his truck. Right. Right. So you'll all be piled into that thing. My God. So that's, uh, let's see, Elizabeth, Mike, Joanne, uh, dad, Sophia and Chloe. I don't know if Chloe's going. No, Chloe's not going. The dog will be in there, though. Stella. Okay. Oh, the dog is going to oh, be there. Oh, my God. That's going to be a... Oh, that's going to be like a clown car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, say, this is going to be a memory. We, we have a camera. We can take some of these pictures. Oh, you're darn... Hey, every time I see you, I take pictures. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Nathan has a question, Dad. Hello, Nathan. The question he has is, uh, hey, Meathead, my uh, kids stay up way too late. And he says, uh, first question is, how do I get them to go to bed earlier? Well, what do you guys do when they're when you're awake? Yeah, I'm guessing the kids kind of like stay up, watch TV, and play video games and then he asks what's a good way to get them up in the morning do you have any suggestions how to get the kids up in the morning yeah take yourself a, a little uh, bowl with the water in it oh, wow. and just pour it right on their heads wow. oh no no stop 
you tell them, I'm going to give you a bath if you don't get up. Okay, so you maybe give them fair warning? Say, hey, you get a warning. Fair warning. If you don't get up in the time that I call you or whatever, I'm going to dump a bucket of water on you. You know, what's funny about that is I'm guessing you'd only have to do that once. That if you did it one time, that they'd believe yeah. that they'd believe you. And then it's, all yeah. you have to do is threaten it again, and they're going to do it. And somehow, uh, before they go to bed, uh, put some clothing uh cheap uh, clothing or something on them in case you got wet that doesn't affect anything. Oh, you know? yeah. So put, put like... Uh, so the, hey, hey, where are these? Uh, I'm going to test them out, see what uh, if it's right on you. Sure. So you don't know what the hell you're going to do, you know? Oh, I got you. Put on these, like, 15-year-old pajamas. Yeah, something. So All right. It'll work. It, it, believe me, it'll work. Oh yeah, they might they might be tipped off to that, but at least they'll you know it's kind of like uh, I mean nowadays parents don't do anything like that. They they just basically let the kids run the household. Yeah, well they they take a shot at the fact that uh, the kid can do these things. Very you know, good, very good. And get up and get get dressed. No, the kid is just as. Uh, Normal as anything else. Is it? Yeah. Is there anything more annoying than like a teenager who gets up at like one in the afternoon? You know, like like the day's over and they're getting up at like lunchtime. Yeah. Hey, parents made that happen. Yeah. You gotta get. You gotta exactly. get their ass up. I remember when I was a young kid, man. I was on Johnny on the spot because. If I didn't, I'd be dragged out of there. Oh, yeah. Now, did you have, like, a series of chores that you had to do? No, we didn't have any of that stuff. Hey, all I do is get up and get dressed up and eat a slice of uh, bread, and that's it, and go to to school. Yeah, wasn't... Our breakfast has consisted of a piece of bread. I thought, yeah, I thought you said one time it was, like, bread and an onion or something. Uh, not for morning, no. Yeah, you guys, you guys would eat onions like apples. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, this, our American kids, you know, they don't have a clue what life is all about. No, no. I mean, it's it's uh, you gotta you gotta survive on what you can on what you can survive uh, on. Yeah. They're, they're pampering them. We're, we're pampering our kids. No, I'm telling you, man. Those uh, those those Iranians, they they, they turn into uh, uh, tough guys because they go around and they uh, push each other off bridges and they they eat onions. Oh, oh my God! Oh, speaking of bridge, oh, what a life that was. Yeah, those were good days, Dad. Those were good days. Uh, Kenny has a question, Dad. Hi, Kenny. Uh, he writes. Ruben, I have some vacation questions. Uh, I want to take a uh, trip for a week. Um, and I want to know what you think would be a fun place to visit. You know, uh, maybe yeah, like, no, yeah, maybe like a getaway or maybe, yeah. uh, or some type of, uh, maybe a hotel or a amusement park or camping. And, uh, th- then he follows it up with, do you or Joanne have a favorite spot that you would go together tennessee mountains according to joanne tennessee mountains are beautiful 
Oh my gosh, without a doubt. Now, what's interesting about Kenny is he actually lives in Tennessee. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, that wouldn't help him. You know what I think is should be a destination for people? And I'm not even kidding. I think Michigan is an ideal spot in the summertime. We have some good spots, yes. Oh, my gosh. Especially if you, know, you like fishing. Yeah, millions. If you like fishing in the outdoors. And in the UP, we've got a mountain range up there, for crying out loud. You can go and visit that. Water, yes. Oh, waterfalls. Yeah. Hey, oh. My granddaughter, you know, Liz and her family, that's what they do. Oh, no, Sue, uh, who, who's that? Sue. Sue. Oh, yeah. Sue. Sue, yeah, they do. Yeah, she. They go out there and uh, climb up the hills. Oh, yeah, Porcupine Mountains. She, Yeah, you better, you better, uh, uh, She, she's going to be like, what? Do you, what's going on if you can't remember Sue's name? <laughs> well, hey, you know. Uh, you know, maybe I'll sit on a hot water tub or something. Hey, you know, it's uh, what, whatever. You, we'll take what we can get, Dad. We just love yeah. you either way. If you, if you, yeah. if if you started calling me Larry, I'd still love you. <laughs> no, I would never call you Larry. Okay, all right, excellent. Maybe hey you. All right, hey, I'll take hey you as long as yeah. you remember my sweet face when I kiss your cheek. But when there's at the end of it says I love you, that's that's a Plus. You're darn right. Uh, Randy has a has a comment and a question, Dad. Uh, dear Ruben. This is Sandy? Uh, Randy. Oh, Randy. Randy. Uh, he writes, uh, first of all, Randy, I, okay. yep, he says, I want to say thank you for all the great advice and comments you and Joanne have provided over the years. Oh, we love you too, man. And uh, yeah. he, he says, I have a, I'm having a problem with my coworker every day. He always uh, rambles on about nonsense. It's as if he thinks he's funny. He says the problem is he's killing the daily productivity of people in the workplace. In addition, he's constantly asking for money. What should I do to stop this behavior? And then he adds this, and he has a large growth on his face. How do Ooh. I how do I tell him to get rid of the growth? Let's start with that one, Dad. The guy's got a big, fleshy growth on his face. Randy doesn't like that. Should he say something to him and tell him to get it fixed, or should he ignore it? All right, this is a long-acting answer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, I happen to happen to have similarity of what he's got on a very small scale. You, you got a growth on your face? On my cheek, on the side of my head. Oh. Uh-oh. It's a boil, it's a something, we don't know what it is, so I was at the doctor's. Yeah? I uh, went to the doctor's yesterday. Yeah. And what did they do, Joanne? They gave you a shot of steroids. They gave me a shot of steroids. Uh-huh. And, uh... I'm supposed to see him again. Yeah. Uh, this is a tiny little, not a tiny really, but because I can rub my hand on it, so I can feel it. Yeah. It's right on the side of my head. Uh huh. Hey, it's not a. It's, what is that, Joanne? It wasn't an ugly girl. It's not no, an no. ugly girl. But well, you I can't tell by looking at it. Well, I guess where you're going with this is that the key here is you went to the doctor to get that taken care of. I had. That's right. So, and uh, this guy needs to do that. Do you think Randy should say to him, "Look, brother, 
you gotta you gotta go to the doctor. Definitely, definitely. Don't let it keep going. It's not going to grow any bigger because I've had it for a while, and I decided that I should. Well, my wife. Yeah. Hey, we gotta go take a look at it. Oh, I love that. I love that you don't uh, uh, wait to go to the doctor. Some people, no, no, some no, people no, no. wait, and then the next thing you know, they've got like uh, a, a five foot uh, ball of skin on the side of their head. No, this thing don't grow. Don't do nothing. It just sits there. She said, "What you answered? It was pretty big." All right. So, am I gonna? When I see you, is it gonna look like you have two heads now? No, it's almost. Oh, gone. okay. Good. Uh, anyway, uh, about that same guy, Randy says he uh, he's always talk you know talking nonsense and thinks he's funny. Now, should Randy? Uh, what does Randy need to do about that, uh, or should he just let him go? Well, now what this guy does does that interfere with his work? Yeah, uh, Randy seems to think yes. Well, it's a very, very, very simple thing as far as I'm concerned. On a one-on-one -on -one conversation, you tell him, Randy, what you're doing is causing my work people problems. Okay. And then if he says, well, what is it? I want to know who I No, no, we're not going to tell anything. I'm just right. telling you what I want to tell you. Yeah. Just be straightforward with the guy. Yeah. You either stop it or take out time out. Hey. I, you know that's my philosophy on everything, Dad. You got you got to just let people know, you know. Stern and straightforward. Absolutely, I love it. Um, all right, finally, Dad. Um, Nikki writes this. Hello, Meathead and Joanne. Hello. Hello. Uh, my boyfriend. Her her. She had a boyfriend, and uh, tragically. He passed away within the last year. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well, um, wow. she wrote my boyfriend's celebration of life, which is kind of like a uh, get together where you almost like a uh, funeral, but uh, it's named differently as a celebration of life uh, was this past Sunday. She writes, I work 12 hour shifts overnight and I've worked 17 of the last 18 days. My boyfriend and I were together for 20 years. On Sunday, I set oh, my wow. and she um, she made a mistake. And then on Sunday, I mean, she was working so hard, she made a mistake and set her alarm and slept through the celebration of life. So she she, she missed it. And then she she wrote, "I feel horrible." And now the family won't talk to me. I've apologized over and over, and they won't respond to my messages. What would you do about this? She adds, I'm totally fine. Uh, and then, so, so that's, that's, uh, that's basically what she asked. What, what would you do about this? Because they think that she was being rude, but she wasn't. Well, I have a, two, two comments on that. Right. Comment number one is to the parents that they're so idiotic that they don't realize how important this situation is yeah that's that's crazy to me you would think that if she's been with him for 20 years they would know her well enough that all she could say is you won't believe it i overslept and and uh and they and they they would they won't hear of it it's it's nonsense well then it's i mean i really don't want to use the words 
Right. Uh, it's terrible. It really is terrible that an adult parent would not recognize something that's happening to their younger ones. Right, right. And uh, not only parents, but I'm sure siblings of the of the deceased and, and any family members or friends, they're like looking at poor Nikki, uh, who's, you know, as sweet as can possibly be, like she's the devil. And, you know, I cannot oh believe God. that. That what what a bunch that must be. Um, no, this parents this parents needs an education and a half. Yeah, like uh, they had to see me about five visits. Well, how about celebration of her life? It seems to me like I don't know. Maybe these people, if if that's all it took to drive them to this, where something as simple as uh, what she described happening leads them to think the worst of her, of her, they probably were upset at her for something else that's silly to begin with, you know? I mean, because if that were me, and let's say something happened to one of you guys and I overslept, all I'd have to say to Jim and Sue and Mike and Liz is, oh my God, I overslept. And they go, oh no. And then they'd be sad, but they wouldn't hate me. No. Hey, one time, one comment, you know. Hell. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, how many good things they did. Yeah, that is... Uh, that is that is unbelievable. I I can't I I can't uh, even fathom. Uh, those parents those parents need a forty five minute tra- uh, training with me as a uh, trainer. Yes, yes. Well, Dad, um, I'm I'm fresh out of questions and uh, looking back, uh, some of the key things that we talked about was uh, you are forever known as Johnny on the spot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know about the, uh, we, we talked again about the bread and onion breakfast. Yes, yes. Uh, make sure you tell your kids to put on some old clothes before they go to bed. Yeah. And uh, I have to take a look at that, uh, at that growth on the side of your head. Yeah, whatever, just, uh, you know. Yep, yep. Mine, mine is uh, probably already on the way out to downtown. Uh, yep. Timbuktu. Hey, I'm not. Hey, if, if your mind goes to downtown Timbuktu, I'm going to go with you. <laughs> it's a place to be, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, hey, I want to see downtown Timbuktu. Okay, look. I love you. Hey, I love you forever. Uh, Joanne, I love you forever. I will. Ditto, ditto, honey. Yeah. I will be with you shortly. Yes, you will be. Okay. And uh, I think you went way out of your way to clear all the place up up north. Ah, I love so it. That we can uh, enjoy it. And thank you so much, honey, for the opportunity. Well, thank you. I appreciate okay. everything you guys have done for me. All right, baby. Okay, Goodbye, darling. audience. I love you all. They love you, too. I'll talk to you next uh, time. I'll talk to you bye. soon. Love you. Bye-bye. There we go. He's just fantastic. Let's talk about Nikki. Poor Nikki. Okay, you know, uh, now that uh, the sensitive ears, my dad and Joanne are gone, uh, I think we can all collectively agree that uh, Nikki needs to tell those people to go fuck themselves. What a bunch of fucking assholes. 20 years she was with dude. 
Guy passes unexpectedly. The big celebration, that happened some time ago. But for whatever reason, the celebration of life was Sunday. And then, well, well, what can she say? She fucked up. That's life. I made a mistake. And I'm sure she didn't say it like that. I'm sure she was in tears and distraught and upset and ruined. And uh, despite 20 years together, these people throw her under the bus. Um, All right. So in a nutshell, um, say nothing more and wait. This is all you can do is wait. Sometimes in relationships, there's those ugly moments, which you did nothing. Uh, And either they're going to get over it and reach out to you and say, and try to uh, uh, continue on with being sweet to each other. Or they will not. There is literally nothing you can do. And you should not worry one minute about that. It's unfortunate uh, that it happened, but it, it cannot be undone. It was a simple human error with no malice aforethought. Thus, you should not feel terrible. You know, you should be now for me, I'm a vindictive motherfucker. I would then, um, rest my head at night and, uh, do the old Arya Stark list about who deserves what on the list. And I still do that to this day. I still have the list. There are people on the list and, uh, motherfucker. If you're off the list, that's a good thing. And then you just, uh, but I, I don't act upon that. I am just, uh, uh, as long as the wires don't cross in my brain, I won't become a sadistic killer. And I don't think they will, but fuck, there are times when I want to, I hate being wronged when I don't do shit. Uh, and that does happen. I have family issues all the time as well. In fact, I have a whole, I don't really talked about this. I have a segment of my family that I will probably never be afforded the opportunity to speak with them again because I upset them. Um, And it is a absolute misunderstanding. I did literally nothing. I can't even go into detail about it. It's so bad. Um, But over time, I have gotten used to the fact that I may never speak to these people ever again. At first there was anxiety, but then shrug life goes on. Fuck it. I can't convince anybody of anything. I can't control that. It's that fucking thing. The, the, the green, uh, surrounded by red and in the green circle. It's all the things you can control. Like I forget what it was. My attitude. Um, my emotions, you know, and then, uh, on the outside of the green circle, it's all red. And it's one of the things is what people think of me. I can't control that shit. So don't even worry about it. I'm sorry that happened to you. So you do get sympathy from me for that. I mean, it's bad enough. Uh, your man passed. 
Fucking horrible. I remember when that happened. It broke everybody's heart. Um, Kenny says, you say, bless their hearts and move on, which is Southern for fuck you. Kyle writes, Zane controlling his emotions. Let's see how long that lasts. Oh my God. Yeah. Easier said than done. Fucking shit. Aram says, I think he talked about this a bit. Um, what was it? What did I say? Do you, do you remember what I said? And I can, I can fill in the blanks if I can. And I, I the only reason why I don't fill in the blanks, because I just don't want to make it worse. And it's not that much fun. It's really horrible. Uh, Josh writes, count your blessings. You didn't marry into that family so they can be dead to you. You know, what's interesting is I, I am thinking that they had a, um, uh, an issue with you prior. Like I was indicating with my dad, I think there was some, there had to be something going on there. If they don't give you a, give you a pass there. Uh, Aram says, what was it about the wedding and not going? You mean my daughter, Jackie's wedding? Because if that's the case, you're on the right track. Uh, Kenny says, this list you mentioned, Easy, is my name on it scribbled out over and over again, LOL. Hope I don't end up back on it. No, you've never been on the list. Uh, there are some people who've been on the list for a long, long time. And um, then there's a others that are Kind of long, and then new arrivers from time to time. Hold on a second. Darla, come here. Darla. Hey, what are you doing? Hold on, folks. Hold on, folks. What are you doing? She's up to something, but she wasn't doing anything dastardly do you collect faces from this list yeah that's aria that is aria love her i remember when kenny ruined uh the end of one of the last episodes of game of thrones by saying that i will never forget that never and on the chat i do not want to hear you now making excuses and how what you did was not appropriate. When you wrote on your Facebook timeline, Aria, I hadn't yet watched the show. I was like, why did you write that? I didn't say anything. Well, yeah, you put her name on there. You did say something. Yeah, but that could mean anything. I go, well, it obviously means that something big happened with Aria. And I would bet that it means that she did something outstanding on that show. Aram says that spoiled the show for me too. I did not appreciate that. Uh, Kent says that's your own damn fault for going onto social media. If you had to weigh, who's at fault more? Kenny or me? It's definitely him. 
Because in a lot of cases, people's phones just light up with a notification. So I uh, I reject that, Kent, wholeheartedly. It was 1 million percent Kenny's fault. What asshole does that? So then I'm watching a key moment on the show and I'm leading up to it. And she is the central character of the episode. And I'm 100. And then as the big moments happening, I know that something I, contextually, it, it, it sorted itself out. So I was easily be able to, I was easily able to figure out what happened. And it was your fault. My God. Who has notifications turned on for Kenny's post? Yeah. What is your deal today, Kent? I cannot be held responsible for this. No way. This was the equivalent. Let's say you're at work. And one of the guys uh, at work walks in and uh, there's a show you're watching and just blurts out a key thing as he walks into the room. That is absolutely the same thing that Kenny did. Kent chalks it up to being feisty. Uh, Aram says, who thinks it is fine to go on social media and give away endings to great shows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think anybody would. I think that there are people who, who do do that and think that it's okay. But uh, I think that's a horrible idea. Kenny says, I did not do that. You did. You absolutely did. There's, it, it's, uh, it added context to something that I had no context before. It tainted the episode. My God. And then Kyle writes, hopefully no one spoils Ted Lasso. I see what you did. (coughs) Excuse me. All right. Um... Thank you to Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling, who says that my Spanish was mangled when I sent it to him. 616-516-8579. The HVAC specialist for the Eric Zane Show podcast, and hopefully you too, if you live in West Michigan. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, plenty of opportunities for the rest of the summer. For you to spend the 79 bucks to get your AC tuned up. If if you have not done this in one year's time, you have to do this. This is like a yearly thing. Your physical checkup, your mammogram. Are you supposed to get a mammogram every year? I think you are. And, uh, you know, go to see your OB and getting your AC tuned up. Okay? $79 is all it costs. And then that thing is cleaned top to bottom, spick and span. You know, all of the dust and debris and pollen that's floating through the air. And then your AC starts running and starts pulling air into it, which that air is cooled and then uh, spit out to your home. Well, outside on that machine that's outside of your house, a big metal contraption, 
uh, with the fan on top of it. That's pulling the air in, and all that dust, dirt, and debris gets trapped in those fins that you're not supposed to touch. Okay? Uh, and then it, it looks, after enough time, like a 1975 Playboy Centerfold's muff. You got to get that shit off of there. Connections need to be checked. Wires need to be looked at. Uh, measurements to make sure that it's running efficiently all for $79. A&E, heating and cooling, 616-516-8579. And when you do that each year, that's preventative maintenance. That checkup and cleaning makes it so that your machine will run longer because who wants to spend several thousand dollars on a brand new one when you could have gotten four more years of life out of it? So don't be an asshole and get your AC tuned up. 616-516-8579. Speaking of preventative maintenance, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. In West Michigan, get your vehicle repaired at Irvine's. ervines.com. That's ervines.com. 616-532-6600. For Irvines.com. Uh, somebody suggested to me, EZ, who is blocked from the show right now? I talked to you about, I am open to the Zaniacs bending the knee, the former Zaniacs. I would do that uh, because the word on the street is that they are considering uh, coming back to the show. I would only do that if they begged forgiveness. Melissa Kalka, Nick Stewart, Dean Root, Lisa Krantz, Kate Creer, Mike Pellerito, Craig Danitz, Dennis Goebel, Melinda Sordelay, Andrea Jason, uh, Randall Hendricks, I don't know. But there's some other names that I've blocked over the years that you would recognize. I'm, there's some on here that you don't know. Uh, Chris Bruinsma. Another account by Nick Stewart. Another account by Nick Stewart. Rob Payne. Mm, other names that you might recognize. Adam Knapp. Doug Lemon. You're all on the list. Shelly Kaner, Scott Thalen, Jason Teary, Matt Roberts, Jed Hall, the Boomer Bunker Podcast, Boomer Bob, JM Synthetics, Jason Mays. Uh, let's see here. Troy Finholm, I would forgive you. Uh, sexy Andrea's sexy voice. Andrea's mother, Marsha, you must ask forgiveness. Uh, John and Jenison, you must bend the knee. Marlene Shepard. Let's see. Anybody else come to mind? That is it. That group group picture. I know you're like, well, we can't get together. Well, you're going to have to. Bend the knee, video of you begging for forgiveness, and I will consider it. No, I I, I will. 
I will forgive you if you beg forgiveness. Aram says, I guess that is why subscriptions are not being bought randomly for strangers anymore. Runner, uh, Amy says, do you trust those guys to add them back? Only if they beg forgiveness. Rick says, which ones are rumored to want to come back? I cannot reveal that, Rick. Come on now. I'm not going to do that. And there we go. You know I love everyone. I even love my enemies, and I pray for them. I love my enemies so much. I want nothing for them but to be happy. Rick says, AUA, answer us anything. You know, Rick, let me tell you something. You may be the uh, uh, paintball guru. You may be the Lord master of everything paintball, but you can't come in here to the Eric Zane Show podcast and start uh, ordering people around. You can't come in here and start to uh, lay down the law like you run the joint. Unacceptable. Unacceptable, Rick. Aram says they could ask for forgiveness at the annual Zaniac reunion in Michigan. I don't know what that is, and I doubt that that is even a thing. Rick says my suggestions always work out. Yeah, Rick and I are very similar. We are very bullish about ourselves. Not that different. I think we could have been brothers. We're both little. We both have shitty knees. We both have very loud, boisterous opinions. And we both think that we're better than everyone else on the entire planet. Stevie says the former Zaniacs were all in town last weekend. Looks like they hung out at Mike's place. That's hilarious. And I know that that's not true. Ladies and gentlemen, your old pal EZ has to go tinkle before we finish this show. Don't go anywhere. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mary Ellen Murphy is, uh, oh my God, such a fantastic radio personality and all around stellar human being. As strong of a radio personality as she is in an industry dominated by men, uh, I mean, my God. Um, I remember hearing Mary Ellen Murphy on WLAV. And I was like, who is this? I'm in love. Yowza. Um, absolutely fantastic. And um, and I, I don't know what happened, but because um, I always thought she should be like on like a gigantic radio station in a gigantic town. As life would have it, she is on... Uh, radio station on the Lakeshore WGHN and um, is a outspoken supporter of the folks in Ottawa County. She's part of my county and uh, we have connected over the years and shared a lot of conversations and she's really spectacular. And she's also, um, in addition, she wears many hats at the radio station. She covers the news and uh, it's very difficult for her to be able to um, being on the radio to be as opinionated as like I would be kind of like what I've talked to you about on the radio. You don't have the luxury of 
you know, planting a flag on a political uh, issue, you do in podcasts. So um, we've had conversations about what to say in a podcast and, and our covering of Ottawa County, and we're both supporting the uh, recall uh, effort of uh, Lucy Ebel. And um, remember, I played you that clip of Joe Spalding when he, he called John Gibbs a coward, and we had him on the show earlier today. Well, she writes this. I got beat up at the uh, BOC meeting last night. That's the Board of Commissioners meeting. I'm not sure if she means uh, literally or figuratively. I got beat up at the BOC meeting last night. Ugh, these fascists. Now, she was there. Now there is a Facebook page called Libs of Ottawa County, and they did a video. I'll have to look into that. She writes, okay, why isn't anyone calling out Justin Barclay? Why? Why aren't people protesting Wood Radio? Okay, uh, first question. Why isn't anyone calling out Justin Barclay? Well, I am. I've always called that guy a fucking brainwashed conspiracy theorist, psycho fuck, fat fuck, and will continue to do so. I can't stand that guy. I've made that known on this show many, many times. Uh, so I am. Um, why aren't people protesting Wood Radio? I don't know. Um, I'm kind of in a weird spot because I work for them. Uh, but I'm not letting that stop me in saying what I want to say. Uh, I know that Justin has zero allies in that building because I talk to those people. They love me and I love them. No one likes that guy. The only reason why that guy is on is because he's been able to tap in to the psychotic nature of the far right that is too abundant in the communities that surround this area. And he's got enough, as I've said before, described it as juice that he is allowed to do it. It won't last. Okay. And um, I don't even like talking about him because that means someone else is going to check him out. His show is on, it's seriously like a 40 minute show. So it's not like, um, he's got a huge foothold in popularity here. She writes, Justin fuels these clowns. When he was playing in his playhouse, I was busting my ass to keep my kids in a Catholic school. Use your show. Speak the truth. Done and done, madam. Done and done. I wrote back. I'll read this on my show right now. I'm still on. I took a break to go potty. But I'll go in there right now and read this. Do you want to join me? She might be at work. I don't think she can. But uh, she's an ally. And I love her. Kudos to you, Mary Ellen Murphy. My advice to you. uh, Time will pass. And these things have a funny way of working themselves out. They always do. Fear not, my lady. 
You are awesome, by the way. Mary, Ellen, Murphy. Aram says the potty break detail maybe could have been omitted from the text. Um, are you? Some of you are familiar with uh, Livy Dunn. And a lot of you are probably familiar with her because uh, you're like a creep. Okay, this is what happened. Livy Dunn is a gymnast for LSU. Um, I'm assuming she's very good. So as time has passed, she's gotten quite a social media following because, uh, well, I mean, she's an attractive young lady. So all the, all the dudes love her and it's gotten out of hand. Now she's also someone who has uh, tapped into the name image likeness um, uh, uh, dipped into that well to uh, uh, get a lot of money. You know, college athletes now can, because of the Supreme Court, can use their name, image, likeness to earn money. And that's great. I, I love that. Even though um, members of Congress are trying to change that. There's, there's like been uh, now three bills introduced to Congress to wrangle that in. And take away some of the rights of the athletes. And I fucking hate that. No. No, 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 no. If anything, name image likeness makes college football and college athletics more interesting. Those players will work that much harder. Because they have potential to earn money on their name image likeness. You know, it's better than before. I mean, my God. What do you get? Free books. What? What a crock of shit. I want college football to be so lucrative that the pros are going to want to leave. They're going to want a changing of the rules so that the pros is like the B league. The NFL turns into the minor leagues so that, you know, uh, uh, fucking uh, Patrick Mahomes signs a deal with the Utah Utes. Or he joins Grand Valley State College or whatever the fuck it is. Grand Valley State University. Because they pay him a bunch of money. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, man. Uh, fucking A. Uh, Jared Goff just signed with Toledo. And the prose turns into just a, a stinking pile of shit. I love the name image likeness. I was just talking with a dude on the huge show about this guy from the Michigan Wolverines. His name is Blake Corum. He's a running back and uh, he uh, has a name image likeness deal. And he's taken all of that money. He's 21 years old. And uh, what he's done is he's uh, bought a large number of homes and hired a crew to flip the homes. And then he has these homes that are now, he, he, he saves, you know, does it whatever way he can to make it a cost-effective measure and then sells the homes for profit. That is so fucking cool. And I think there's a charitable aspect to it where, like, people who couldn't, like, afford a home 
uh, are able are, are are given opportunities to get into these homes. Oh my God, that is spectacular. Side note: Before I finish this Livy Dunn story, uh, Harbaugh is expected to get four games on these trumped-up charges that he did something he wasn't supposed to. Supposedly, the deal was like during the COVID, what was called the COVID dead period, terrible name. You couldn't talk to college athletes or something, and uh, the the powers that be are like, no, you talked to this guy, and he said, no, I didn't. And then they go, yeah, you did. And uh, he says, no, I didn't. And then they said, well, you're a liar. And he said, no, I'm not. And I said, all right, let's put this all to bed. Uh, you agree to this suspension, but you got to sign this that says you're a liar, and then that's it. And he's like, fuck you. I'm not saying I'm a liar. Holy shit. So he's going to get four games, the first four games of the year. Now, Kyle points it out because he's a story wrecker. Four games against no-name teams, and he won't be there. Poor guy. Yeah, this isn't the Kyle Ryan gay guy show. How about I get to the key parts of the story and then you can talk about them? Jesus, it's not my fault that you're all bummed out because your asshole's the size of a Folgers can opening. He won't be there, most likely, for the East Carolina game, the Bowling Green game, the uh, Rutgers game. And there's one other shitty school that he's going to miss four games against shitty teams. And I was talking about this on the huge show. He should encourage his team uh, to score 100 points in all of those games so that he goes into this fifth game of the year with a 400 to zero scoring uh, bulge. Joe Martinez says his former employees ratted him out. He will he will still be able to coach, just not the actual game. It, yeah, whatever. You're right. It isn't that big of a deal. Harbaugh just doesn't want to be known as a liar. So anyway, this is Livy Dunn. Now here she is at like uh, one of the gymnastics deals. She's got her backpack. She's all happy. She's ready to do her tumbling routine. And then all these guys here are hiding their boners. See that black guy there? His hands are in that spot because he's got a big rod. See this white guy here? Hand, same hand position. Stiff dick. This guy here with the blue coat, right? See that look on his face? He's looking at Livy Dunn. He's a fucking creep. This is Livy. She took a picture there. I don't know what the hell. That, Ella, USA, whatever the fuck this is. I don't know. So uh, super popular. And now... Um, everybody is like hounding this kid, 20 year old Olivia Dunn. And, uh, she actually, because everybody is a psycho. Um, she can't even go to class anymore. She has to finish school in online courses because of safety reasons. My God. The NCAA's highest paid NIL female athlete. This is all what she has to put up with. Now, I mean, it's weird because it's kind of like um, a double-edged sword. She's very active on social media. She has to be to earn the money. And she has to put videos on there. And, you know, 
she's smart enough to know that the 12 million people that watch her on TikTok and Instagram combined are there so that they can beat their meat when they look at images of her. And she absolutely knows that. And so, I mean, my God, because no one looks at Livy Dunn images on social media and goes, oh, wow, boy, she sure is strong. That is so cool. I love Livy Dunn. No, it's all young dudes who are jacking their dicks. You know, it's horrible. But she has to do that. My God. What a, what a, that is, that is, that is actually a horrible way to make a living. You know? Um, if there was a way she could make the money without having to be on social media, I think she would absolutely do that. Uh, despite sharing much of her life on social media, Dunn emphasized her desire to keep certain aspects of her personal life private, remaining single-minded about safeguarding her privacy. She plans to shield her romantic life from the public eye. Oh, yeah, you damn well should. If I were her, I would just do social media uh, wearing, like, non-revealing clothing. Just wear, like, you know, a fucking muumuu or something. My God. Uh, yeah, tons of money. I, I don't even know how much she makes. I got to find out how much money she makes. How much money does Olivia Dunn make? I thought it would be more. Many experts believe Dunn already broke the estimated annual sponsor paycheck of $2 million a year. It's got to be more than that. Otherwise, I don't know if it's worth it. But in gymnastics, I mean, it's got to be tougher for her to make the money of like, a football player won't make, you know, it's just not the same. By the way, um, side note, Justin Herbert of the Los Angeles Chargers just signed a five-year deal. Remember I was talking earlier about Kylian Mbappe, who's about to go play for the Saudis for $730 million for one year. Justin Herbert just signed an unbelievably high contract and he's getting $250 million for five years compared to 11 months of work for Kylian Mbappe to play 30 soccer games. My God, that is incredible. Holy shit. Thank you to Sarah Honda Granville. Uh, despite rumors of their demise on the Eric Zancho podcast, it is not true. I don't know where any, I don't know who the fuck started that one. Thank you to Sarah Honda Granville. For being part of this podcast. Uh, go to Sarah Honda Granville and test drive a brand new Honda vehicle today. I suggest taking a ride in the Pilot Touring. What a vehicle. Oh my God. If you have kids, this is um, a grocery getter on steroids. It doesn't look as, um, uh, well family oriented as a, as the odyssey, which is a full on minivan for God's sake, or van. Um, the pilot is just a badass vehicle. You can take it anywhere. All wheel drive. Awesome. Test drive it. Go see Brian Miller today. at Sarah Honda Granville, S E R R a Honda Granville.com. They are along Kenowa Avenue, just North of 44th street, Sarah Honda.com.
Uh, always tons of support from the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Love them. Get a mortgage from anywhere in the U.S. with the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, give them a call at the offices and they will help you out no matter where you are. 231 332 6505. That's 231 332 6505. At the end of the day, you might need money out of your home if you've lived there for a little while to pay off a uh, high interest credit card bill, maybe a home improvement project or whatever. Maybe you're a, a young future home buyer and you're looking for your first mortgage. Mario can help. 231-332-6505. Hmm. Asshole of the day. Uh, let us see. You know, I wrote down about a billion and one things to talk about today, but kind of got off on a bunch of uh, tangents. Uh, yesterday's asshole of the day was Amanda for being a crybaby. Uh... I th- and she's still gone today, so she might be part of the former Zaniacs now. She might be in that boat where, you know, she kind of thin-skinned out. I hope not. I love Amanda. But every now and then, uh, she needs punishment. She needs abuse. Um, and she, she's kind of stolen the mantle from Kenny, you know. Uh, Kenny was, for the longest time, the punching bag. And deservedly so. Oh, my. God, every single one of those was deserved. And uh, I broke him down. And uh, that was by design. And now he's fallen into line. He's an absolute godsend now. He's an absolute treasure. I knew he would break out of that shell. Okay? Uh, He thanks me every day for the abuse that I put him through. But it cannot be Amanda anymore. Kenny with a great suggestion. Asshole of the day. The people that made Nikki feel bad. I'm going to go with that. And I'll just use the first letter from that whole thing because I don't know how else to describe those people. The people that made Nikki feel bad. T-P-T-M-N-F-B. Or I could have just said Nikki's boyfriend's parents, like Maureen said, but uh, it could be more than just the parents there. I'm so sorry. So Maureen gets credit too. Uh, You guys are the best. I appreciate you. Thank you for uh, keeping this show alive for as long as it has. And um, yeah, here's to uh, continued um, uh, improved relations with the former Zaniacs, who I understand are... uh, uh, having some dissent about your old pal EZ, and uh, they want to come back onto the show. So again, as soon as I see the apology from them for uh, putting my family and I through all of that, I will be happy to forgive them. So that is very, very sweet of them to be thinking about that. But you're still banned for now. All right, folks, I uh, love you. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you on Patreon. If I don't see you on Patreon, I will see you up north tomorrow. Or you will see me up north tomorrow. For 
Fear Bunker North edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Till then, thank you and bye-bye.